So now we know the humans can agree. Now we just got to put it in something. No, more my useful. wife just called me. I'm sorry, please, everybody. My wife said, Mars, how do we stop him from chewing socks and other people's things? <laughs> <laughs> on the floor. How do we stop him from doing that? Listen, in, in New York City, they got people in, in, in one bedroom apartment. The people got tigers yeah, in their apartment. Yeah. Alligators, tigers. That they got busted because the alligator and the tiger got in the fight. They tried to break it up. He got bit. The trunk taken out. And they found out, hey, Mars. 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 Russell is not going to like it. What do you do when they do this stuff? You stop them. Mars never had nobody to hump that's, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's a lot of pent-up humping. Welcome back to Hot Boxing. We are here in paradise. I'm Jeremy Piven. And I'm Mike Tyson. And I'm Cesar Milan. Yes. All day, baby. <laughs> All day. And we're eating what? Guacamole. <laughs> and drinking uh, palomas. There we go. Salud. Salud. Salud you got the Mexican passport on you. Oh, my God. I got Del Gallo. There you go. Mario Lopez loves this. Paloma. Stuff. That's mm. mm-hmm. But that's what we call it. Pinion. Yeah, we call it palomas. So you, you've created your own paradise here. You know, um, when I came to America... Uh, I wanted to become the best doctor in the world. I, wa- I grew up watching Lassie and Rin Tin Tin. So I <laughs> thought that all the dogs were just like Lassie and Rin Tin Tin. Yeah. Right? So I say I'm going to go to America. I'm going to learn from Americans. And then I go back home, you know, because Mexicans, we don't go too far from home or mom. Right? right? So, but then when I saw the situation in America about the disconnection and the lack of communication and that we're not creating trust, respect, and love, I said, I need to create a place where people can come and learn natural, simple, profound. Mm. When people can actually understand energy and the psychology of a dog because people were treating a dog like a human. You know what I'm saying? So if you change the way dogs learn, if you change the, the way things are, you're not going to be able to create what you're looking for, which is that honesty, integrity, loyalty. That's some good shit, man, though, yeah. for real. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you didn't trust it. You didn't think he could make guacamole. <laughs> I get my guacamole from the goddamn launch truck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a guy named guacamole. <laughs> they tell me they tell me it's a superfood, so I go eat guacamole. I don't care where you get it from. It's a superfood. I'm gonna get it in the ghetto, wherever they sell it. <laughs> but you come from a good. culture where that's that's you grow I'm up. I'm from here. the north of Mexico, so we we got the good food. Yeah. We got the good seafood. Yeah. We we're known for the food. You know what I mean? So you. Did you? When did you know that you had an insight into this whole world? Oh, the of the animal dogs. Yeah, I grew up on a farm in Hispalino, Sinaloa, Mexico, and my grandfather said, "Never work against Mother Nature. Always gain their trust. Always gain their respect, and they're gonna give you a beautiful gift called loyalty." So I grew up with those moral values. You know, I didn't know I had uh, anything to offer to the world. Uh, I knew that I had the passion. You know, which is. I wanted to work around animals and especially dogs. You know, until I came to America, I realized that I can offer the knowledge that my grandfather nurtured in me. You know, otherwise I have no idea because I didn't think our dogs were extremely connected. You know, watching Lassie and Rinting Thing, you would think, wow, those dogs are, understand English. Right. You know what I mean? So that naiveness at that time, I didn't realize that I had anything to offer. That's why I came to America. But America definitely allowed me to, to, to know who I am in a professional world. Right. Yeah. 
But I mean, there had to be a moment where you realize, wow, I know how to connect. There's, you know, you know how to break through it all. But that's when, so I, I used to live in Inglewood, uh, and in Inglewood to South Central. So my first dog psychology center, I started in nine, nine, uh, 919 East 61st Street in, in South Central, in the hood, okay. right? So they used to call me the Mexican guy who walks a pack of dogs because I used to walk Rottweilers, Pitbulls, and German Shepherds off-leash, 40 of them. I didn't, know, I, didn't know it was, I didn't know it was illegal to walk off-leash, you know, dogs. I didn't speak English. Wow. I didn't have, you know, papers or anything like that. They by police the hey, you can't No, they just that. say, you know what I mean? Because uh, they, they just told that I was crazy, I guess. So, <laughs> so, so uh, that's when I start, you know, people started looking at me different. You know, that's a Mexican guy. You know, that walks a pack of dogs, so you should go call him. And that's, okay, so I got something going on here. I was just walking dogs because that's all I knew. It's all you knew, but how do you think you've always known this? I mean, that's the part, that's the part that, you know, that wants you. So the, what I love about America is how much they love dogs, right? So the value of a dog man, is another man. level. I was getting ready to express, do you know how many wealthy people, when they died, they left their fortune to their dogs? Yep. Can you believe that? Yep. Hey. This lady lived next, well, I don't mention The plane lived next to me, the neighbor of mine. I was like, ooh. You know, that's love. Listen. You lock, you lock somebody, say a girlfriend or wife in a, in a trunk, and you lock your dog in a trunk and leave them there for a day and open the door so you'll be happy to see you. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be yeah. happy to see you. <laughs> what, what are we playing? <laughs> Unconditional love. We yeah. can't even, listen, it's so hard for people to even conceive of that for other people. Even though they say they loved them and they married them, you've seen that in acts of people um, sacrificing their life for love. It's yeah. very rare. Yeah, yeah. Very rare. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that, that's actually uh, to, to, to experience love at another level. Test which love another, is really a trip. Which, which I've seen people like throwing birthday parties for dogs. Dogs get to see Santa Claus in America. Mm-hmm. I've seen dogs getting married. <laughs> you know what I mean? I never see that in, in Mexico. Right. A dog, you know, is in social space. A dog is to protect the home. That's back in my time, you know. Now people have changed tremendously thanks to the show. But, uh, but the... Uh... What we lost, we look for, that we receive only in the dog, and that's the trust and loyalty. Yeah. What we lost, that's what we lost. Because now everybody has a price. Mm. You know? Everybody's price is not money, mm. but they have a price. Mm. You know? And that's the thing with a dog. It's not about money, fame, and power. It's about natural, simple, profound. Mm. So that's so what I... It's about energy. The energy you have, right? They don't know, they don't know Mike Tyson as Mike Tyson. They just know... What's his energy? We had to, you know, at one time in life, man had to be rolling with a pack of lions. There's no way that couldn't have happened. It had to happen. You see how domesticated they have them. Now imagine the beginning of, like, history, time. Mm-hmm. They had to roll together. There's no way. They had to hunt with one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that sounds crazy, but there's no way that couldn't have happened. Or the cheetah, because the cheetah's more like a dog than a... And a matter of fact, the, the late, legendary, ancient kings used to hunt with cheetahs, right? Mm-hmm. They used to hunt. You watch some pictures, they had cheetahs hunting, mm-hmm. hunting the boars, the wild boars. So mm-hmm. if they could do it with cheetahs, man, yeah. they probably did it with lions, too. And and then they took dogs, the Rhodesian Ridgeback, mm-hmm. and they lions taught... Too. Yeah. How, how is that possible? What? To teach a dog to hunt a lion. The Rod- Those are the Borbals. The, the Rhodesian Ridgeback is for a different type of... But it's the same. Oh. I mean, it's hunting, right? But, uh, but it's, it's, the thing is, look, you can, you can create a dog to a border collie to just do that. 
Right. That's the amazing part of humankind, right? That we can actually grab a specific behavior and, and grab a specific uh, target and, and create a breed specifically for that. Yeah. But we don't do that anymore, right? So, so then that dog that was bred for that now lives in the city with no jobs. <laughs> you see it? So it's the yeah. dog in, in America has become unemployed, even though he's, he hasn't a degree. Right. So once you get a purebred dog, what you're getting is a dog with a degree. Right. So, okay, fine. We're it's not, out of work. It's out of work. So, still so make mistakes. It's like an Instagram hmm? model. But still make mistakes. Brutal. But the reason why he makes mistakes is because he doesn't have his energy put into work. So what I, what I done for that is I created a backpack. So when you take a dog for a walk, you put a backpack on. That's a job. You see it? You need to give a dog a job. How does the you backpack need to give a dog look? a purpose. You have one here. A backpack for dogs, yeah. Yeah. I send you with one before you leave for, 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 for Mars. Yeah. Yeah. So the point is, no matter what breed the dog is, it's like the Boy Scouts, right? So kids who is a Boy Scout, no matter what race the kid is, he carries a backpack. Right. And now he has a mission. Right. So anything with a mission, anything with a purpose becomes a job. You get it? Yeah. So, so once you have any purebred dog, that's why a lot of people say, well, it's easier to deal with mutts. Yeah, because they don't have that specific uh, ability to, to, uh, to achieve a task. Right. You know, a Labrador is Labrador, a German Shepherd is a German Shepherd. It's they're amazing. all dogs, but they're different breeds. So we all, humans, different race. It's fascinating. It's in their DNA. Yeah. It's been bred into it. Yeah, you don't have to teach a dog how to swim. You don't have to it's teach like a dog pigeons. how to retrieve. It's like pigeons. Um, say this. Um, for instance, I put, why is one pigeon worth $2 and one worth $2 million? <laughs> Why? You That's tell true. me. I don't know. You know why? Because who his mother was or who his father was. Mm. Isn't that incredible? It's because who their family bloodline was. It's because he worth $2 million, this guy worth two, a $2. pigeon. Two fifty. Two million. Please tell me you didn't ever pay two million dollars for a pigeon. But I would. It's worth it. <laughs> I love it. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I understand that because that's it. You in you're getting minute. perfection. It's just perfection. In a minute. Okay. In a minute. It's perfection. Yep. In a minute. So yep. so what would the characteristics of a, a two million dollar pigeon be? Like what what could that pigeon do? It's like a koi. You know, sometimes you know what. Sometimes they trace them back from the Crusades mm. bloodline. How much do you think that'll worth? Mm. Wow. But what, so Say that they, a trip. They, the, they the, the dog that he wants. way back there. Wow. The dog that he wants, uh, you know, the Tibetan master, was sold for a million dollars, a puppy. A oh. million dollars. But he comes from like 400 years old generation of Tibetan master. You know, so it's just, you're buying the generation. You're buying the pure, yeah, same pure, thing. pure, pure. Just yeah. um, Lucky Sperm Club. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Lucky Sperm Club. Absolutely. Yeah, but I never heard about that. No, no, I actually have heard about what, the what, pigeons. What? The pigeons. Look it, up, look, it, look it up. Look it up. Yeah. No, I just paid for a pigeon. I met a koi that was a million and a half million dollars. For a koi fish? For a koi. Beautiful, white, and tiny. Yeah, it had to be something different. What, what was so special about that? Well, number one. First of all, was the the color? It was perfect, white, and the round, red circle on top. Perfect, just freaking perfect. Yeah. And the guy had his own pond. No, that's it. They show him. They transport them in his own plane. Then he goes to do, and these well, people are know, so proud of him. Listen, um, do you know something? You know what are the um, the stalks? Pelican, like the stalks, they eat. Um, 
They eat koi fish. No, no, not that one. That's too expensive. That's too expensive. Yeah, I have to. I have koi fish. So I have to put a net. I put a net over the pond. I got koi fish right there. Yeah, because they come to eat them. The stalks. So it, it's kind of fascinating because you, I had originally reached out to you because I was not connecting with my dog. My dog was giving me attitude. I, my dog would take one look at me and just go, I own you. Yeah. That was that was the look my dog was giving me. Yeah. He would look at me like, just totally not not, not interested. That's Mars. Yeah. <laughs> so you've got the same problem with your dog. But That's no, because you let them. My, my history with dogs, my relationship with dogs is, the reason why I, I don't, I never really particularly cared for like dogs, but I had my cats that I was related to them, and um, they're my conscious. Like before anybody even comes to my, come to my house, my dog or my cat, they're right there at the door. Hmm. Before I can even hear them, before the person could even drove their car there, they know that somebody's coming. Right, right. You know, they could hear and tell, do things that we could never even imagine doing. You know, and they can see things and hear things that we can never imagine hearing. Yeah. And I always think this is my conscience. That's what I say about my dogs and my cats. <laughs> Interesting. Good way to look at it, but it's sensitive. I can always tell somebody's coming to my door before they even ring the doorbell. Well, of course. So your initial contact with a dog is everything. When I go to people's home? You, us as dog owners, mm -hmm. we establish that relationship mm -hmm. and if we if we show them too much love without it being unearned no, it's, nothing, it's nothing wrong with the love it's just the order of so mm. so first you have to gain the trust the respect and then you give them the love trust respect love right so i believe it's an order for things so it's a formula rituals and symbols so to be a champ there is a formula to be an actor there is a formula you know what i mean it's body mind heart not just because you love to be an actor, you're going to be an actor. You know, you got to put the body, the mind, the heart. It's an order of things. Yeah. So we know that. Anybody that has accomplished things know the investment of the body and the mind is first. Yeah. You have to gain the trust and respect of the people so they can give you the love. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not just because you're somebody or whatever, you're going to get love right away. No, you got right. to earn it. earn it. We all know that. But when it comes to a dog, people say, no, just give him the love. But that's how I end up with a TV show. I didn't come to America to have a TV show. You know what I mean? I, didn't came to, I came to America to learn from Americans so I can go back home and open my own business because I wanted to be a vet. But because I come from a low-income background, I, my parents couldn't afford it. So <coughs> the next thing, to work in the behavior of dogs. Where can I go and learn? There's no one in Mexico at that time you know, there was, uh, that I can actually want to follow. You know, and could be my role model. So you had to, you 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 had no examples. You had to kind of carve out your own path. Yeah, I became the first dog whisperer in the world. Right. Yeah. Now, now a lot of kids want to be that. Right. So I created my own profession. You know, I created right. my own path. I created a, a a dream for a lot of people. And I created this is the first dog psychology center in the world. <laughs> Nobody has this. Yeah. No, there's no. No way in the world. This is the first one, you know. Uh, so, it, it, obviously, you know, Mars. I call that temple the temple of dreams over there. It was my vision to become the best in the world. I just didn't know I was going to become called the dog whisperer. You know, I was going to stay in America <coughs> and then uh, help generations of people to uh, 
to connect in a natural, simple, profound way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, I just, I, I, you know, I travel the world and do live shows all over the world. Have to learn English, of course, and, and, and to speak English and to teach people, you know, in, in their language wow. about who they already love because America already loved dogs. They just didn't know dogs. So one thing is you love things, but if you don't know how, and then you just have an idea. You know what I mean? Right. You have to make it reality. You have to make it tangible. And the only way you can make it reality and tangible is body-mind. You have to execute what's inside your mind. Even if nobody knows what the hell you're talking about. Right. No, you have, you know, I train people rehabilitate dogs. What does that mean? Everybody's thought before I came that you're supposed to train the dog. And you say, why would you train a dog when the human doesn't know anything? How can a human be a good teacher when he does, he's not being trained? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Knowledge and then is the affection. Did someone train you or you kind of, how did you? No, that was just me. That was just, no, no, there was nobody to look for. You know, there was no, no role model to look for. No, hey, you think I'm doing it right? Uh, yeah. You, know I mean? you think so, I'm speaking the right thing? You know, they throw around that word gift a lot. Right, right. But it was a gift for you yeah, in a way. Yeah, it's a mission. It's a spiritual mission. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's why I like all of that stuff, you know, because it's, it's part of that mission. It's part of that knowing, getting to know yourself without all the crap that you, that you pick along the way. You know, because, you know, you attract a lot of things and then that pollutes who you are. So I want to know who am I without any toxicity of the world, my environment, parents, you know, Sinaloa, Mexico, and the border, and whatever, whatever happened. I want to see myself without all of that. Calm, confident, love, and joy. I want to, I want to see that part of me. Without that? Huh? Without all that? I want to see myself without all of that. And with animals, the reason why I love animals so much is just look at this. So this place, my goal for this place, for people to come here, is to feel safe, peace, and love. As soon as you walk into my land, I want you to feel three things. Safe, peace, love. From me, I want you to get calm, confident, love, joy. And then I'm going to give you the information how I got there. Right. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that being here. And it's interesting because you also, along that way, became famous. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't so, get here for fame. I know, but then you have to navigate that. Yeah. And that's a whole other animal. Tell me about that. <laughs> well, you can ask Mike about yeah, that. Tell me about that. That's right. I don't know. In situations like that, you have to just learn. You can't let fame imprison you. You have to liberate yourself from yourself. Yeah, but you need, you need knowledge. Yes. You need knowledge. The Somebody world will teach you. The world's a big school. It'll teach you. I know, but before you get to the real teachers, you go through the dark. You know what I mean? And so I have a foundation, you know, Cesar Milan Foundation. And my goal is for the next generation in America is to understand how to stay connected because you're born connected. You're born wanted, you want, you wanted to be calm. You're born wanted to be confident. You're born wanted to love. You're born wanted to joy, to, to experience joy. You're you born wanted to feel safe. You're born wanted to feel peace and love. You're born all of that. Mm -hmm. So it's not something that you have to go to school to, to achieve it. You are born with it. But if your role models... Do not nurture and nature that, and then, unfortunately, you're going to lose it. So, yes, you can become money, fame, and power, but doesn't mean you are happy. No. You see, it doesn't mean you're calm. doesn't mean you're, you, you love. doesn't mean you have trust, respect, and love. So then what happens is you have to go back and, and, you know, reconnect to your real self. That's why people go to India and people go to Peru. 
Yeah. They go to find themselves, the enlightenment thing. But you're born, you're spirit before right. your flesh. You can find all that wherever you are. You should. It's, yeah. You should. I think the whole world should focus. You can bring all that to you. Hmm? You can bring all that to you. You can summon all that to you. It's already in you. Yes. Yes. You're alive. So since you're alive, you're spirit, your instincts, and your heart. What you, what you don't have before you arrive is the intellect. You don't even know what your name is going to be. You don't even know what language you're going to speak. And if they call you, they're going to call you a white guy, black guy, Mexican guy. You don't know. You just know that you want to be safe, peace, love, trust, respect, love, honesty, integrity, loyalty, calm, comfort, love, and joy. And you know you have to use your body, your mind, and your heart to move forward in life. You know all of that. It's instincts. It's spirit. It's heart. You know what I'm saying? But when somebody doesn't nurture or nature that, and then you lose track of it, and then you start looking in the wrong places for guidance, right? Because when you were a kid, you're looking for somebody to follow. Right. Because at that moment, you can only follow. You can't lead. Mm-hmm. Right? But if you have the wrong role models, if you live in the wrong environment, and then you start absorbing the wrong energy, uh, behaving the wrong way, and yes, you can become money, fame, and power, but at one point, you want to go back to your spirituality, to your instincts, and to your heart. Well, listen, that's why I love animals so much. Yeah. I just think um, animals, like people, you just have to have the right experience on what they engage with, the right people, the right energy. Because I, at some point in my life, there was no way I was going to turn out to be who I was. I was going to be shot, killed, caught AIDS. There was no way I was going to turn out to be here with you. And I just think anyone can change. The person, the dog, I don't believe, I just believe anybody can change when they're prepared to change That's right, that's right. Well, that's what I call calm surrender. So So once you enter into your calm surrender state, that's when transformation begins. So your most powerful state of mind is not happy-go-lucky or calm confident. It's your calm surrender. Because that's when you listen, you learn, and you heal. Mm. So most people have difficulty with the word surrender. Yeah. You see what I mean? Because they see it as weakness. But surrender means open mind and calm body. Calm surrender. So when I teach a dog or when I help a dog, I just help him get to that place. That's why I do exercise first. I calm the body. I attract the mind, I, the mind opens, nose, eyes, ears. That's why words are everything. Yeah. Words are great. Um, they're really they're just they're everything. Words are everything. It's how we perceive the words. That's right. We perceive That's them. That's right. Most of the time we perceive them wrong. That's we, right. We're not used to having encounters with those words. That's so right. We really perceive them wrong. I'll tell you what about words because I, English is not my first language. Right. So I started hearing the words dominant, right, dominant. So Tiger Woods dominated the court. So I, I tell the dog people, oh, you have to be more dominant. And then some people will feel offended. I don't want to hurt my dog. Right. Wait a minute. I'm, uh, the Lakers dominated the court. Right. See, see, so it's, it's, so it's, it's semantics. You right. know what I mean? It's, I didn't invent the, the word. I didn't yeah. invent the language. I'm just saying, okay, so you don't want me to use that. Okay. What words are American okay with the, with the leadership position? Uh, assertive. They didn't like it either. <laughs> what about confident? I don't know. You see what I mean? So yeah. it's like, listen, choose the word that you want. I just want the feeling. I just want you to feel calm and positive. So you call it however you want. Because the dogs don't care what you call it. What the dog cares is how you feel. So if you're not calm, confident, you're not going to lead. You're going to go back in the pack. You can't lead. In the animal world, they don't follow instability. We're the only species that follow unstable leaders. <laughs> and- yeah. Yeah. 
Only animals follow stability. So I was saying earlier to Jeremy, if you're not the highest calmness, if you're not the highest positive, if you're not the highest love, if you're not the highest joy, you can't say, I want to lead the pack in the animal world. You can't. Don't even, don't even uh, like register yourself to be a president. Yeah. They don't. They won't choose you. And you can't lie to animals about how you feel. Because it's way, it's like, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's like waves of energy they're going to pick up on. They don't have the rationality, so they can care less what you wear, what you call it, you know, whatever. However, they, they, they it's like saying, can you, can you lie to God? No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. You can't lie to an animal, and you can't lie to God. But listen. God dog, backwards, is the same. Um, we never try to lie to animals. That's one thing humans never lie to with animals. Can you imagine that? Oh, my clients do it all the time. motherfuckers, we don't lie to animals. <laughs> what? I never lie to an animal. My but animal, you, because you my have My animal that. knows all my dirt. Everything yeah. I ever did, my, my birds know. Yeah. That's why your dog doesn't like you, Mike. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't care about dog. I'm just glad my dog likes him. He doesn't like believe me. him. Yeah, no, no, you can't uh, lie. It's impossible to lie to yeah. someone who has, doesn't have rationality. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just sees right through you. Right. It's like when you go to TSA and you, you get this metal detector, well, the dog detects your bullshit like that. But it's, or, a, or a rat or whatever. It's so interesting because b- basic, some basic stuff that you do right away that I do sometimes instinctively with dogs, but sometimes I don't, which is just to... Hold on to your power, mm-hmm. and 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 you know, be very calm, and they will sense it. They'll come to you, yeah. you know. But the moment you try to like fanboy out, mm-hmm. for Too instance, you, they haven't earned it. Right. Like you're on your hands and knees, you're doing that yeah, stuff, yeah. and they're like, "No, I got this guy." Yeah, this yeah. Is, and they're on. My dog runs my house. He's in the mood. I can't, I can't sleep. My wife, he sleeps in between us. It's just his house. It's his Talk house. to him, Caesar. Talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> My wife don't want him to change. Hey, that sound good. Come up this year. Oh, that's, a, that's different. That's different. Yeah. He, this guy's a, he's not a dog. He's a child. He's a child, right? You understand? He's yeah, a child yeah. now. Yeah. One day, listen. One day, something happened. My wife went outside, and one night she closed the door and forgot it was doing something. Forgot she left Mars outside. The whole house was a heartbeat. To think mm. that we lost it was a. The whole house was quiet. Mm. Just one of the, the thought of it. And I jumped in the car, and then my daughter jumped in the car, and just the thought that we both was in the car, he's looking for this crazy dog that was just next door, mm. <laughs> hanging out with his friend. Mm. But the fact how that house all changed, the whole energy in that house changed once we thought that possibly we lost them. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. dog makes you human. The animal makes you human. You know, definitely. Yeah, we have family tears in back. Their eyes. Yeah, it's a trip. Huh? Yeah, a trip. Yeah. What, what What do these dogs know? that we don't realize they know. Do you know what I mean? What do you mean? I mean, we all make mistakes with these dogs because we don't realize... Go ahead, sir. Oh, no, I think we don't know God like they know God. Our perception of God. I think they have a clearer perception of for their perspective Mm. than we have for ours. This Mm. is my opinion. Mm. I like it. I like your opinion. I believe on that. I definitely believe on Earth and God are connected. You know, yeah. uh, we need to experience uh, ourselves, our home, and, and our families in a very genuine way, in a very honest way, a very respectful way, very loving way. So if you connect to that vibration and then you align your, yourself to that, 
you know. Vibration. Yeah. You just hit on it. Yeah, you, you connect. Yeah, it's so like the, 5G or 4G. It's which one are you vibrating that you connect? That's why, you know, the Tony Robbins of the world, the Deepak Chopra's of the world, all, what they're help, trying to help humans is to connect to a vibration so you can achieve your vision. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? They so, help hundreds of thousands of people. Correct. But only with the ones they connect. The other ones are like cheerleaders. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, but, but so I was 13 when I said I want to be the best doctor in the world. You know, so I said it to my mom, and because my mom agreed with it, mm. and then that created the vibration of accomplishing, right? And then when I was 21, that's when I said, Mom, I'm leaving. Where are you going? I'm going to America. I, I'm going to go because, you know, I have to be old enough, enough for my mom to let me go. Right. And so that's when I moved to the border, and, and that's when it took me two weeks to jump the border. And then I was homeless for two months after I closed the border. But it's that vibration, it's that, that focus, that vision, that trust. I didn't speak English. I didn't know anybody. I didn't have an address. I didn't, I didn't have money. We come from a low-income family. But my point to the world is that if you connect to that vibration and then whatever you want in life comes, comes for you. So if your goal is to have a dog to walk off leash, just connect to that vibration. My clients, that's all they want. They can't see their dogs walking off leash like what we see homeless people walking with the dogs off leash. They can't see it because they're afraid. So if your insecurity, if your fear controls you, your hesitation controls you, you can't vibrate at the level that nature vibrates. Because animals are not born to be on a leash. We're the only species that put things on leashes on everything. You see what I'm saying? They're born to follow you willingly. Willingly. Not because you make them. But I understand. I understand there's a leash law. But it is a way where you can teach where the animal feels calm, comfort, love, and joy with that leash. But most people do, you want to go for a walk? And then the dog goes super excited and the dog, you can't control him anymore. No. It's so interesting. You're, you're dealing with people who their lives are fear-based. So you introduced a couple words and they were, that word offends them, mm-hmm. right? Dominate. No, no, bring it down, please. Yeah. No, dominate. Confidence, too much. Yeah. What? Right. Do you know what I mean? That's all fear-based. Mm-hmm. And we're dealing with a culture right. that's dominated by that. I didn't mean to say dominated. But, no, but, you see, but, but, but dogs, yeah. are, they're not dealing with language or any of that. No, other no, no. And so they just see, okay, what's, yeah. what's this energy? What's this vibration? And they gravitate towards yeah. it. It's, what's the energy and what is the activities? And then the repetitions, right? Because I, I, I you have to repeat. So it's your energy, your activities, your repetitions. So calm, confident, love, and joy. Exercise, discipline, and affection every day. Then they say, follow, play, explore. Because the dogs can only do three things. They follow, they play, or they explore. Kids, follow, play, explore. Mm-hmm. See? But it's an energy, activities, repetitions. I, I like to say things in three because it's easy to remember. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So it's follow, play, explore. That's it. You follow somebody. Somebody's following you. You play with somebody. And explore. Follow, play, explore. Everything's in threes. Even comedy is in threes. <laughs> so three is yeah, very powerful. Yeah, nose, eyes, ears. Ears, eyes, nose. I Trust, respect, thought, love. Honesty, integrity, loyalty. You know, I, I'm, I don't mean to interrupt. No, no. But um, since we've done this, I just always thought, since of my opinions, I've been doing this since I was 11, 10 years old, and I just believe what, from information I received now that I'm 54, I just think that um, they were born for us to take care of them because they can't take care of themselves. Who are the pigeons? Pigeons. They die within a year, eighteen months. Damn. In the wild, but you know they can live seventeen years with a go and take care of them. Seventeen years? Yeah, the birds sixteen, seventeen. But it's just uh, why are these birds here? You know what I mean? Everyone thinking why are there so many of them? 
if they're not supposed to be here. That's why I used to always, even the ones in the streets. I used to always hate them. I used to do my races. No, they ain't no purebred. But they, the purebreds come from these birds. Right. You know what I mean? That's just, just uh, these are ancestors. But I'll tell you one thing, Mike. I'll tell you one thing. I'd rather, I'd rather rescue a dog from the streets of Mexico or any third country than a purebred dog. Why? Because that dog knows everything. <laughs> he knows how to cross the street. He knows how to tell you what it is. I'd rather have one of those. I just have to become a friend of him and then eventually for him to follow me. And that's it. I don't have to put him on a leash. I don't have nothing. He will teach you the streets. Street smart. Right, exactly. But you get a, a purebred dog, you still got to teach him freaking streets. You got to teach him what not to pee, what not to touch. You know, this street dogs retain the instincts. Uh, 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 a dog that was bred and then you have to train him and blah, 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 blah. You have to tell him what to do. Mm. Street dogs is... They're badass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why we have street dogs and we have house dogs. If shit really gets bad, a street dog will leave you. The house dog's not going to leave you because he depends on you. No, mm-hmm. I, no, I don't agree. The street dog is independent. Like you say, he could do without you. If so, you die, he could get someone else. The street dog can't, the house dog can't. But once you gain the, 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 the loyalty of that, oh, you're right. That dog depends on himself. The, the truth is, animals don't need us because they can find food, water, shelter, family. They don't need us. You know what I mean? They, a kangaroo doesn't need you. An elephant doesn't need you. A well doesn't need but you. But the animals that do happen to eat us, they don't like how we taste. They only eat us because of really desperation. That's what I found out. They don't like sharks and bears don't like human beings' flesh. I, I don't blame them. It's like the, We're so full of toxics. Like, it's like the terrorists <laughs> We're apart. so full of toxins, yeah. Exactly. We're not organic. We're not everyone. <laughs> or they want to kill you though they want to kill you they don't want yeah, but that's you, because right? you enter in the wrong place Absolutely. that's because you're bothering their territory Absolutely. and they feel threatened to their family you know what I mean when a, when a shark or a, or, a, or a bear or a lion hurts a human or kills a human it's not because he's looking for that human like I've been with hunter. sharks before you know like the hunters I was with sharks I hung out with sharks before I heard that how did it go beautiful were you afraid before absolutely yeah yeah absolutely I'm one of those guys. Anything I'm afraid of, I do it. Right. Well, that's, anything I'm afraid of, I'm afraid if I'm afraid to ask this girl, I'm gonna do it. Whatever it is. Right. That's the self-esteem thing we were talking about last night with the dog. Yeah. And they don't like the taste of our flesh, so they don't want to eat us. But when you flail around, and the fear manifests into that behavior, that's when they're gonna take a bite well, out of you. They think that you're a seal or something. Oh, the sharks. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're in the wrong place. And bears just attack anything that moves if they have children. They don't have, their, they, don't have they have no prejudice. Whatever moves that they have cub, they attack. You don't have to do nothing. They just attack you. Yeah. Right. Do they see you, well, they're protecting. they just go right at you. Yeah, right protecting. at you. And they say with a shark, if you pee on a shark, they'll go away. But you can't. You can have you, time to piss. I, I know. Pee on the shark. Well, that's the whole thing. You have to be so calm. Can you imagine being so no, calm that you could? No. Can you imagine peeing in the water? In the water, the yeah, water. You the current goes the other way. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the but the point being, you have, you have to get into a place of completely eradicate any type of fear, right? Which you would be almost impossible. And then once you can do that, they'll go away, right? Which is but, insanity. But what I was told about someone that's been attacked by a shark, a bull shark, he says, um. Before it happens, it's just um, dead silence. Yeah. Before it happens, it's just dead. You don't hear birds, you don't hear nothing. It's dead silence. The birds and everything must be aware that he's around, so that's why they take mm. off. But he says, dead silence, you don't hear nothing, then it attacks. 
Yeah. Well, when they're hunting, they're, they're quiet. So when a dog is, you know, I see a lot of people walking their dogs and they're, they're going to a hunting mode. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's why it's not good to walk a dog in front of you because you put them into a hunting mode as well, tracking mode, hunting mode, pulling mode. So a lot of dogs just walk around. They're scouting for dogs. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's this silence. So when, you, when I'm reading a dog, it's, you know, uh, it's, it's, uh, people call me and say, is my dog aggressive? No, your dog is hunting, which is even worse. Because so aggressive dogs, they're, ah, ah, they're, you know, they're expressing themselves with a little bit of sound or a little bit of movement. Right. The guys who are hunting, they're scouting for it. So, yeah. that, so you open, so the dog is a domesticated species, but they're still hunters. So the whole point of, uh, that you're not supposed to allow is to bring that instinctual side of hunting. That's why it's very important for a lot of people not to play tug of war with a dog and, uh, before you get the breaks, like the rules, boundaries, limitations. You know, because when you open that, you bring in that side. You know, and, and the, where's the squirrel? Where's the squirrel? That's killing something. You're giving permission to get excited. Right. You see? So because a dog lives in the city now, you don't want to have an excited predator. He's yeah. a predator. Right. You know? And you're always in, looking for balance. If you're saying they're not in front of you, they're right next to you or they're behind you. Yeah. And you're, you're establishing that. First. First. So the handicapped people are doing it right. You know, they're blind, but the dog is next to them. Uh, homeless people just don't have money, fame, power, or a home. The dog is in the back, off leash. So the handicapped and the homeless are the only two humans in America who are doing it right. My clients put a harness, a, 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 a flexi leash, and the dog is just all over the place. So that is why they're never going to be able to take the dog off leash. They're, they're, they have... Uh, um, fights and countings and the sidewalk because the dog is he already pee in all the trees that he just passed you see it so for them to pee is ownership you know so the other dogs come in the opposite direction like this why are they so fascinated with pee it's almost like they're reading emails when they they're just like that tells you who they are <laughs> and, and uh, for example you know um, they get all their information Mars that is intact they will know that he's intact and he has a sperm and the pee so okay. then they will start. They looking. get all the information. Yeah. They're also calling females that way. They're, you know, they're, they they do. This guy's so protection. happy, Mars. I can't believe he's this happy. Where is he? Right there. Yeah. I'm so happy to see him like that. Have you tried this one? No, I stick with it. So I take it. So I eat. Oh, okay. This is this is hot sauce. Food. It tells me to eat this. This is gonna make me a do, better person. Do it with that little avocado on it. Okay. Isn't that funny? Food can make you a better person. Mm. I believe you. It's happiness. Wow. A little, a little in the kick. It has a little kick. Not too much. I have just enough. I never taste a kick on this before. Mm, a little bit. A little heat thing. Yeah. Yeah, a little jalapeno good. in there. That's good, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. Get a little bit of lemon. How far are you from the, um, the places that you order food from? Uh, how far is it uh, <laughs> Firestone or whatever we ordered the food from? Stone. Um, Okay, I, I found this it's coming. Be, I found this to be a very um, isolated place. This one? Yeah, this to be isolated. I like Not it. really isolated, but yeah. I would like to be where I'm at now, from Newport Beach to LA. I'm like an hour away. I like that. This like hour, it, yeah. thirty minutes. I like that. Newport Beach is far. Yeah. Yeah. You just have everything you want up there. You don't have to go to Los Angeles. You know. 
You like it? Never, I, I've been in New, Newport Beach. Like oh, man. I never won. I never in a million years. When I used to be younger in my 20s and I lost. Never in a million years. They used to say, hey, man, you all look at all those white people stuff. Never in a million years think I would love <laughs> this place. They were giving me all the wrong information all these years. Right, right, right. Now I'm up there. They can't get me away from there. Right. Can't get me to go. That's <laughs> nothing. I'm up there. You got your yeah. Food. It's just amazing. It's interesting. You know, people Views, telling you who you, they think you won't like. Yeah. Never in a million years thought I'd have a dog live up there. Especially the Labradoodle. I love it. Yeah. Changed my, this dog yeah. changed our whole family dynamics. Yeah. 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 Dogs um, allow... It brings compassion in the house as well. Empathy, compassion, yeah. No kindness. doubt about it, yeah. yeah. Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free. People see you with a dog and they see you differently. With me? And Anyone with a dog. It, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, I can, I can, we can be in a meeting with Jewish, Muslims, Catholics, Christians, whatever you want. You put a dog in it, everybody talks about the dog. And sometimes no, you're having those discussions, getting a little bit heavy with you, your wife, and dog, start barking. Yeah, oh, stop, yeah. stop. It's, yeah, the energy is getting too hot. See, see, it's, a, it's a great mediator. It's a great, you know, I've, I've been with Republicans, Democrats, whatever you call it. It's all about the dog. Yeah. You know, the dog is the family. The dog is the heart. It's funny. You could be on stage. You could be the best actor in the world. If a dog wanders on stage, everyone... Looks at it. What's he doing here? Yeah. What's he doing here? You've, you've lost. Yep. You've lost everyone's attention. That's right. That's it's right. It's kind of fascinating. It's that pure, it's that genuine, pure, you know, um, it's like a little kid. It's, 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 just, it's just genuine. You know? Honest, yeah. totally yeah. present in whatever, yeah, you know. Whatever. He doesn't know he's, you know, ruined the scene or anything like that. It's just, I just feel like running. I just feel like walking. It's fascinating. I just feel like rolling. See, I saw French Montana. He had, I did. Um, he has a one. He has yeah, a Tibetan Mastiff. I got so jealous. Why? I want one of those things, man. I, I think that's. So that's a good energy. Whatever yeah. he has, that's a good energy. That's oh. actually. Yeah, I love this energy. It's super calm, mild. chill. Yeah, yeah, mild. That would be perfect for, for Mars. That yeah, I was, that Isn't dog, it? right? No, Tibetan, yeah, I saw. Tibetan yeah, Mastiff. I saw that dog with uh, French energy. Montana. He had great energy, that yeah. dog. I want a dog like that. So my wife, I'm, I, I let my wife see, and I said, we can get a dog like yeah. that from Mars. Yeah. Man, we're fighting like hell for this dog in the house. There's a war going on in my house right now for this Tibetan master. As we talk and interview him about dogs, there's a war going on right now. How how big do these dogs get? 175. Huge. 75. No, 175. 175. 175. Yes, no, not 75. Like he said, that's, that's 40, yeah. right? What's that, 40? <laughs> that's it. 175. Yeah, 175. And that's muscle. Oh, this is a beautiful yes, dog. Yes, it's huge. This bone is beautiful. Bone damage. But tell them about the beauty of the dog. The yeah. dog is so beautiful. God damn. It's like a small tiger, a lion, I mean. Mm-hmm, a lion. No, I think it's small. Yeah, a small lion. It's huge. Small lion. Why do you think you wanted to get a, huh? a tiger? Tiger. Why did you think you were gra- you gravitated towards one um, early all, on? All down with my insecurities, I guess. Mm. It's powerful. You you, know? you wanted you to be seen it. that way, huh? 
You wanted to be seen with a tiger. No, I wanted something that ferocious to love me. Mmm. That's pretty cool. That ferocious to love me. That's weird, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, why do you want somebody ferocious to love because you? Because he, he can never love himself. He's alone all the time. If mm -hmm. he meets a woman that's not breathing time, he's going to kill it. He's going to kill her. He doesn't even want you to look at him. If you look at him, if he see your eye connect with that, you're gonna kill. You don't want you really want to be alone. <laughs> and I want that to love me exactly, hundred percent. Wow. Imagine what my ego was when I had my cat. Wow. Wow. No one can come around me. My kids, nobody. How old was he? What did I get? I got a what? A couple of months. He probably lived fourteen years. Wow. And you were you well, were able to hang out with him for fourteen. Even yeah. when he was only pushing. time I ever got bitten by a cat really was I was giving this line a goddamn um, what are, what's shot. The, shot and he bit me. But um, that's the only time I ever got um, hurt by a cat. Or yeah, something you could have like given CBD before you get that shot. Yeah, te te um, technic shot. Okay. I had to give him a technic shot. So, I mean, that's kind of insane. Yes, it is. The, the right one. A... No, it was the right one. Because a lot of people I know was killed or bitten by a cat and stuff like that. Or somebody in their family was trying to give them a hug and a attack, cat attacked them or something. I heard a lot of stories that you had to wear a mask because if you walk behind them, they'll grab you. Oh. You know, so, uh, so I, I ran into a cat. You said the energy. I can't believe I had a cat like that. can't, but, but you can't hang out with me. So, but what was your energy then? Huh? What was your energy when you were around the cat? Like, Man. to get in, like, the cat is right there, and uh, how did you just, at first, just accept you know, at, it? At first, um, I had to show I was strong and all that mm -hmm. stuff. And then it was just pure, and it was wrong because it was just pure love. She was the boss, too. Oh, damn. She was the boss of the house, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same. It's pure. Nobody don't know. You're scared to be physical with you because you think when he gets older, he's going to remember that and get back at you. So you, you just want to show love. And then by doing that, he makes mistakes, too, because then he... He knows that you're not going to do nothing if he gets somebody else. So everybody else is the target, pretty much. So you knew instinctively when you first met this cat, you couldn't show any fear? I didn't think anything about fear. You're so madly in love with it, fitting it into my mind. Right. Sometimes, and I had to learn about the cat world, because sometimes you have your cat. Your cat is different. You can't go to somebody else's cat and go hug in somebody else's cat. You can't do that. I, right. That's why I, I learned that the hard way in the cat world. You have to... Feel them out just like this, and then the guy was, "Hey, he can, you can go in there now." Yeah, but dogs would like the same treatment. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. The dogs would like the same, like respect. Come on, give me respect. Let me gain your trust, right. and then we can be friends. Trust, respect. You but that's, I mean? that's but people with the with the cats and the horses. Yeah, like horse people, like no, no, you can't just run into the horse. You know, be calm. Even if the, if a horse person is going to teach a child how to be with a, with a horse, they tell them to be calm, keep distance, invite. Don't let him invade. Trust, respect. But the same principles can be applied to a dog. And those are the same principles you apply to yourself. You don't just want to love a person. You want to gain the trust. You want to respect the person. Right. You know? And then there's the love. Trust, respect, love. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, but with a dog, people just want to break all the rules, and then they blame the dog. That's the part. That's the part. Like, uh, when people say, oh, pit bulls and Rottweilers and German Shepherds, And or, or simply they just blame the dog. There is no knowledge behind instincts. It's all reaction. So you can't blame someone who reacts. He doesn't blame the lion. He doesn't blame the tiger. He does, he does, you, you won't. They don't rationalize. How can you blame somebody who does not rationalize? Right. Why would a dog be any different? 
You see, the media is always going after the pit bulls, the Rottweilers, the German Shepherds. In the 70s, people were afraid of the Doberman. In the 80s, people were afraid of the Rottweilers. And then in the 2000s, people were afraid of the pit bulls. So every 10 years, <laughs> whatever breed is popular and powerful, they blame it. But in the 60s were the German Shepherds because they were used for civil rights. Right. So Shepherds, Dobermans, Rottweilers, and, and pit bulls. Go dating back to the Nazis. Uh, I was going to go back there. I didn't want to get touched. Holocaust, nigga. Holocaust, Holocaust, Holocaust. That's Holocaust, right. Baby. You see what I'm saying? But, it, yeah. but it's not the breed. My point is not the dog. It's not the breed. It's the human behind that. Absolutely. Because Lassie and Rinting Tee is a German Shepherd. Dog, and dog, Petey from the Little Rascals is a pit bull. Pretty much got stigmas just like human races. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So right now it's the Mexicans. Back <laughs> then it was you guys. The pit bulls and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Right now the pit bulls. So the funny part is the, is the dog whisper and, and, uh, and my, my right hand was a pit bull. So it's a pit bull and a Mexican changing the world. <laughs> <laughs> but you they never say, oh, it's a Mexican and a pit bull changing the world. No, it's a dog whisper guy with his dog, daddy. Mm-hmm. I would like to have that title as the Mexican guy and the people guy that changed the world. Because yeah. that was, the, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but then, however, they manipulate it. I love the opportunity, though. Salute. Salute. <laughs> but when we're all Americans, we yep. almost lose our race. Yeah. When we come, when you're American, you almost, you know, there's, there's just, um, there's so many races. It's only just Americans. It doesn't even, it's just a, it's, it's a human. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. With different cultural background. Animal, dog, breed, We name. have our own language. We have American language. That's right. You know what I mean? We have English language. We have American language. That's right. Isn't that a trip? And a little bit of culture, because it's, it's not a long, you know, culture. A lot of the words that are now in this, that guys our age probably invented them during our era and stuff. So many <laughs> words that came back into existence with the hip-hop era, too. That's right. The hard rock, all that yeah. music era. Yeah, a lot of words came into existence from that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it depends on your background. Like, I, I grew up in an in a integrated culture, mm-hmm. and there's not a lot of truly integrated cultures mm. that you can grow up. I was the only white boy on my football team. Mm-hmm. I didn't know any different. We hung American out with, football or football? American, oh, American okay. football. So you hung out with people because you connected with them. That's right. For no other reason. That's right. And so that's, I have a very different perspective, and that's my perspective yeah. of life, and that's... The way it should be. It's yeah. not always the case, right. unfortunately. But that's education. Yeah. That's the knowledge part, you know. So kids have to learn at an early age that it has nothing to do with the breed. As long as you understand energy, you connect with the animal. That's it. As long as you connect, you understand the psychology of that particular species, dog, nose, eyes, ears. And then it doesn't matter the breed. The breed is just a cultural background. So do you want to, do you want a dog to retrieve? Well, of course, you get a, a Labrador. They, they naturally do it. Right. You know, you want a dog to protect, but you get a Rottweiler, a German Shepherd, or that. They naturally do it. You see it? But if you just want to just have a companionship and connection and relationship, just get a mud. Get, get, get a mixed dog. It's, it's perfectly fine. So what, do you, what kind of advice would you give? My dog died recently. What, what kind of uh, advice do you give to How people? How old was it? He was, he was young, man. He was not, not even quite four years old. Mm-hmm. Died in my arms. Do you jump right back in? Do you take some time? What, what is what is? Your... Well, it's grief, right? So, yeah. El Dia de los Muertos is us, you know? So we Mexicans, we celebrate death. So we don't stay too long on the unhappiness, you know? Okay. You know, so, it's, so you have to go through the grief. 
uh, because if you bring another dog to try to 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 fulfill or to heal, yeah. he's gonna find you uh, in pain. Right. So then, because you are human in pain, you can't really lead. Mm. You see, so mm. I might as I well just honor your grief. That. You know, what I, mean? I, I don't even, I can't even imagine something bad happening to our dog. I mean, that moment that we thought we lost, our whole house changed. Wow. That one second we thought she was, he was gone, the whole fucking house changed. Everybody was had guilt. We were mad at my wife. It was just the whole that second, so quick. Yeah. So mm. fucking quick. Yeah. And yeah. we're glad it was over. For it's inter- it it's interesting. All, all, all the things that you're saying about dogs are the same about humans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have to yeah. know yourself, you know, in order for you to enter into different relationships. Uh, assess and evaluate what relationship you're about to enter. Yeah. As your tone scale, as long as you're in a calm, comfort, love, and joy, do it. But if you're not there, don't do it. Just don't. Hey, you ever came to some kind of, even some fixed conclusion that these guys could be people that we once loved and stuff and came back checking out? What do you I mean? Because some, sometimes I think like... Past life? Yeah, bugs yeah, something that's flying a fly and they're saying, Mike, it's me, motherfucker, it's me. Oh, it's my daughter, yeah. it's somebody I love. It's me, and I go like this. Get away from me. <laughs> you know what I mean? I kill it. I think yeah. that all the time. That's probably yeah. my mother right there you're stomped on. Yeah. I don't kill nothing. I don't kill anything. I don't right. care if it's a bug, stick me a bee. I don't kill anything. I don't kill anything. The best of my ability, I don't kill nothing. Yeah. An animal makes you human. Empathy, <laughs> compassion. Exactly. That's light yeah. love. I, I, I do believe what you just said. Yeah. I believe that, you know, the body dies and the spirit continues yeah. so on. Listen, like, even and where I does know, it go? Yeah. That's right. Even though I know we're all religious, we got different... God is too... Com- religion is too complex. Yep. You know, I got to dislike somebody to be in one with God. Mm-hmm. That's just too complex. That don't even make sense mm-hmm. to me. In that perspective that we have to kill people to right. make God happy. I just don't understand that. It could be true, but my mind just can't fathom right. it. My mind but that's why the know. pack walk, that's why all the different species... That we went for a, for a walk, it yeah. just shows you that as long as everybody trusts, respect, and love, doesn't matter what species they are. It's about the connection. It's about the communication. It, yeah. It's about the relationship. Trust, respect, love. So it doesn't matter what species you are. That's my point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it doesn't matter what race you are, what religion you are, what gender you are, if you're handicapped or not. You know, uh, handicapped people make dogs normal because they give a dog a job. Normal people make dogs handicapped because they don't give them a job. You see what I'm saying? So that, so to me, the most important part is, is can you create trust, respect, and love with different species? Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Of course, I can. I just did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's so, that so, was a great metaphor. That's right. So it doesn't matter what religion you are, what gender you are, what age you are. What matters is can you, can you align yourself with calmness, confidence, love, and joy? Mm-hmm. And if you do, and then those people who are in the same frame of mind, no matter what race they are, you're going to click. You're going to become a pack. I think you'd be a good president for the United States. I think hey, we listen, need someone like you. <laughs> listen, a great president, a great speechwriter, one. Yeah. You know, you know, you got to, you know, you know, I know you feel, I know you don't, you know, you talk about it, but you know you have to be, you feel, you know, that you're navigated by something. You yes, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. When all the, all the cameras are not here, you know you got something else to navigate. You know, Without a doubt. You're not doing this shit no, by yourself. No, no, well, no. Okay. So yeah, I know I'm not, I'm not smart enough to put myself where I am now. Somebody's helping me. That's right. And i tell you Go one thing. I tell, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to jump on that, Mike. I'm going to jump on that because I'm going to tell you how I chose uh, the coyote. So you have a spiritual coyotes, you have emotional coyotes, and you have physical coyotes. So when you jump the border... You, you, you have to hire somebody because you, I don't know, you know, 
anything about America. I didn't have an address. It was just a dream. Yeah. I needed to go to America. I didn't have an address. I didn't know people. I didn't have any family. I didn't speak the English. And my dad gave me $100. That was his life savings. Okay? So I, in two weeks, I wanted to keep that $100. I had it in my, in my, in my, between my, my uh, sock and my, and my shoe. And for two weeks, I, I, that's all I did. Jump, 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 jump. And I get caught every single time, every single time. And then one day, this guy comes, skinny guy, smoke joint, dirty, skinny. Everything my mom said not to follow, something inside of me say, follow him. And the guy say, I charge you $100. Who send it? You know what I mean? Then on top of that, watch this. We cross the border, and he said, well, you have to have a taxi. You have to catch a taxi so he can take you to San Diego. Because it's just the border right there, San Isidro, right there. And they and say, I, I don't have any more money after this. The guy paid the taxi. The guy paid $20. Wow. That's, and that's when, when I wrote my first book, I, I said, the angels that you can see. Yeah. You know what I mean? The second was Jada Pinkett Smith, right? Because she paid for me to learn English. That's how I learned English. Wow. So, I, so with my broken English at that time, I told Jada, you know, I would like to have a TV show or radio because I want to teach people. I saw the need of teaching, right? So I never teach before. Mm. I didn't come to America to teach. But I felt free and comfortable to tell Jada, uh, I would like to have a TV show or a radio show. Well, for that, you need to speak English. The next day, a teacher came for a year so I can learn English. So those are angels that you can see? Absolutely. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I'm not here because it's just me. I'm here because I follow that voice. You know, and and uh, and I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm my fate is super big. The beautiful part about being poor is that you pray every day, because government doesn't help you, so God is the only one who's going to be there. You love the family to death, and you work hard. So my instincts high level, my love high level, my fate high level. So that's that's what pushed me. So you're not poor anymore. Do you still pray? Of course. Yeah, I realize. Because I want world transformation. True. You know what I mean? I, so I have a, a tag now. is better humans, better planet. My goal now is not to become the best doctor in the world. My goal my, my, is to educate the whole world. Yeah. The whole world. There is three kinds of people, Mike, in the dog world. People who love dogs, people who are afraid of dogs, and people who, who hate dogs. And I can train them all. Hmm. Because it's not about a dog. It's about the, it's about the energy. that you, People well, who are afraid of Americans are the 27th. Most happiest people in the world, you know, 27. Who's the first? Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> we party a lot. No, that's why. That's, tequila, no, baby. That's not happiness. That, why are you tequila partying? Not the happiness. The Netherlands is number one. Yeah, I can see why. You know, they smoke a lot of weed. That's why. No, nah, but you know, they, they do it. They the taxes are paid for. Yeah, they take yeah. Care of you and everything. It's a socialist. It's, it's more. It's more communist than anything. But they don't say those words. But they still have problems with dogs, Mike. <laughs> I go to Nether- yeah, Netherlands yeah. a lot. Oh, look, you got the in this beans and this whole thing. Yeah, this is how it goes, dude. <laughs> this is how this shit goes. This is how. It so Mao, you. I said Mao. That was that was um, Freudian slip because you have a tattoo of Mao. Mao, my shoulder. Yeah. Mm. I don't have tattoos. This thing is my tattoo. To the earth. <laughs> This is it, my DPC. This is my tattoo to Earth. There you go. You know, symbolism. Mm. Formula, rituals, and symbols. Oh, everything about me go about my insecurities. 
tattoos, my clothes, everything. Mm. I'm such a little insecure guy. <laughs> That's where I come from. Not now, yeah, yeah, but, it's, yeah. but it's still there. It never goes away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You manage it now. No, this is what some people don't understand. Poverty never goes away. I don't care how much money you ever get. Yeah. It doesn't go away. Yeah. And um, you think your money's going to solve everything. You can't solve that. Your poverty. <laughs> your degree of poverty blows your mind. Mm. Okay, how much money you get just blows your mind. This is some good shit now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't make that one. So. Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Man. It's good. But go for it. I think one of the reasons why so many people gravitate towards Mike mm. is he's not afraid to be truthful with himself and and transparent. You know, to say those things that he just said. Well, that's very, calm surrender. Very, very few people can do that. Yeah, that's calm surrender. Do that. That's right. That's, that's, calm, it, that's calm surrender. Is that, I mean, you have really? your good side and you have your not good side. And if you're comfortable with it and you're able to speak, you motivate and inspire more people. Mm-hmm. That if you try to hide things, right? Because right now the world, in my opinion, my humble opinion, they need to hear... Males and females uh, talk about both sides, the yin and yang, yeah. right? So you need to speak about mm. your light and your dark, mm. right? You need to speak about both and, and your weakness and your strength because everybody talks about strength, but that's not real. We didn't set the whole entire planet to be... Uh, the fact that the planet is polluted, that just shows you that we, that we just... If we do that to Earth, we do it to ourselves, Right? The greatness of a nation and its moral progress can be measured by the ways animals are treated. That's Gandhi. Mm. Right? So the way you treat the planet and the way you treat animals, that's how you treat yourself, my friend. So, so the, uh, in denial, in the animal world, it's called avoidance. Mm. War in the Middle East is called fight. Mm. Not dealing with your own self, that's flight. So the world lives more in a fight-flight avoidance than in a surrender state. I told you earlier, the most powerful state of mind you have is your calm surrender. Right. Because this is where you, you assess and evaluate self, home, family, world. Um, by the way, do you, you have CBD treats for dogs? Is that true? That's what we're yes, trying to we do. do. Oh. Yes, we do. Yes. Yes, we do. How does that, so, like how does instance, it work? For instance, my dog, Marty, that you've been, he gets on a plane. We get him on a plane. And he just freaks. He can't deal with it. He's almost like catching a heart attack. Mm. Yeah. You know, he gets really high tension when he gets on the plane. Even mm. even though, you know, you're a big baller. Even, we're talking about a private plane, Mike. I hate yeah. to out you. Yeah. So your dog's on a private plane. Can't, they don't know. You don't know. Okay. He doesn't know he's We're not born. talking about <laughs> coach. We're not talking about Spirit Airlines. <laughs> we're talking about a private plane with Mike Tyson still panicking. That's interesting. Yeah. That's why some of the, the great warrior leaders, the, they, they always had some slaves say, hey, you're just human. That was their job. Hmm. You're not God. You're just human. That was just his God. To say to his ruler, you're not God. You're human. Hmm. To bring it back to earth. We get carried away sometimes. Grounded. Don't we? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that only, that's why you need animals because they keep you grounded. Yeah. Right. Stay grounded. Stay connected. Right. You know. So so right. so you always have that connection. That's, it's about being connected. That's what anim- we need. Animals. We need plants. We need crystals. Right. You know? mm, mm, mm. Did you have anyone in in your entourage that gave it to you straight and that kept you grounded back in the day or no? Listen, if customer didn't tell me nothing, it didn't mean nothing. That's how I lived my life. Say it again. 
If my mentor didn't tell me nothing, it didn't mean nothing. Mm. Okay. Simple. Mm. To me, I just have so many animals that they immediately, at the moment I change, they're like, the bird changes, you know, the emu changes, the dog changes, the turtle changes. Whatever I have, I had a kangaroo, changes. So they keep you like, stay grounded, stay focused, and exercise every day, eat healthy every day, you know, check who, who you hang out with every day. You know, to be, to be what I am, it, it's just a lot of people that are piranhas, right? Was there, you have to stay. Was there ever a species that you witnessed and you went, this is the one species I don't know if I would be able to... It's the personality, not the species. Yeah. I, keep, I, oh, okay. I wouldn't think that, too. There's a certain species that got more oomph than this guy, but his personality is like us, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, animals, I'm okay with it. Yeah. They, sometimes they You have... could even, like, if you were to encounter a silverback ape... Mm. You, you would be, day, you would be okay with the silverback ape? So once you do ayahuasca, you're going to have your, your spirit animals coming in. Oh, shit. Yeah, a gorilla came on them, yeah. So that was your spirit animal? The other day, yeah. Okay. Interesting. I don't mind. Because I don't know why I just said... I don't mind. That's, okay. that's beautiful. You have to be guided, you know what I mean? There is, something has to guide you. Sometimes it's people, sometimes it's intuition, sometimes it's situations. And sometimes it's, it's just that particular animal. Like daddy, for example, you know, my pit bull daddy. That guy guided me through the worst time of my life. You know, to the worst. 16 years, that guy was right <coughs> So it was a pit bull who helped me raise my two kids, who helped me go through the whole entire 16, this first 16 years of my life in America. And it's because of him, the guidance. I'll tell you a story about this guy before he passed away. So that's so you can see how in tune this guy was, okay? So I'm going, uh, I was filming uh, Dog Whisper, and, and this Belgian Malinois developed fear for people, okay? And the, but the dog was trying to find cell phones in jail, okay? Yeah, cell phones, yes. They, somehow, they, somehow cell phones enter into jail, okay? So this guy will find, you know, well, smells it, finds it. And uh, but he became afraid of people. So when I went, when I went to see evaluate this dog, this dog was under a, a table, and the the trainer and the owner of the dog couldn't get him out. I couldn't get him out, and I said, you know what? It's only one one guy who can get him out. And my dog was in my RV at that time. So I went to the RV. He was waiting at the door. He got out of the RV. He, we never been in that place before. He went, he navigated, touched the dog nose. That dog came back and followed him to the RB. How do you explain that? Wow. How do you explain that? That's, he's, he's, you know, he's an alien. He's like, you know, spirit animal. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's special. That, that is a yeah. special. That's why he has all this. I'm a strong believer incredible. that the dog is in the bear family. You ever see their nose? They the same nose. I was around a bear before, a grizzly bear. Kodiak, and I saw the dog nose has the shape the same. The same. The nose, yeah, the nose is super powerful. That's why you don't have to touch, talk. Let the nose do the work. 60% of the brain reaction is controlled by the nose. The nose is their eye. So if the dog, the dog born blind and deaf, and when he dies, he, or he's a, before he dies, blind and deaf, but he never loses his nose. Nose, eyes, ears. Nose, eyes, ears. So 
That's why I always say no touch, no talk, no eye contact. Let the dog come to you, let him smell you, let him feel your energy. Then he will remember your scent and your energy. So your scent is your name and your energy is your last name. And then from that point on, he will remember the rest of his life in a good way. Mm. Calm. You want to be calm, claim your space, calm, confident. And that from that point on, you can gain his trust and respect. Wow. That's good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. This is this? amazing. I'm freaking out over here with you. <laughs> I'm starting to think about my dog. My dog, listen, this is what my dog does to me. Every, every, every moment he gets, what is this? He will lick on me all night. My dog will just lick. If I let him, he will just lick on the top of my head and my hands after I eat, touch some food or something. He will just lick on me all night. Mm-hmm. Won't stop. My wife, he just won't stop. Unless my wife makes him stop. I like it a lot, but my wife makes him stop. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's definitely grooming, healing, you know, it's just soothing you. So there is a, there is a reason for it, but it's yeah. also limits. So you can have limits to right. how long can they do it. Right. They do it among each other, but once the other one is done, he, that's it. So they know there is limits. But if you don't, they just get, if it, yeah, especially if they haven't drained energy. So if the dog hasn't drained energy properly, the dog is going to bark. The dog is going to leak. The dog is going to chew. The dog is going to dig. So the dogs are barking at the window, you know, when your neighbors complain. What the dog is doing is draining his energy. Because normally they don't bark that long. So barking is communication, but they know they're not supposed to do it for a long period of time. So the only reason why they do it for a long period of time is because they haven't drained the physical energy. So that becomes an outlet. If dogs can smoke or drink, in America it would be a lot of dogs smoking and drinking. Because they have nothing else to do. What are you doing? Nothing, man. I'm just going to have a drink. Right. I haven't drained my energy. My mind is not occupied. So there will be a lot of dogs smoking and drinking in America if they were doing it. You know, it's interesting. Mike brought up bears. Did you know that when um, <clears throat> when a bear eats human food, it forgets how to go back into the stream and catch fish for himself? Are you serious? It doesn't. It no longer. It gives up all those ways, and now it just wants. It's just going to come and beg for food. Mm. It's such a trip. It, it, that's what they say, never feed the bears, huh? Yeah, because they'll just keep Don't coming back. Don't feed the bears. That's the bear in, in the wild? Also, the, the, the guys who go in the trash can and stuff like that? That's why you see these bears trying to get into your home. Mm-hmm. That's in Alaska. It's a sweet. It's like having a sugar daddy. Yeah. You just become <laughs> dependent on that sugar daddy. But also, we, we, we eat a lot of sugars. So, you know what I mean? Most of the stuff is a lot of sugars. They get it. You know what I mean? So they get addicted to it. My that. tiger likes ice cream. Any kind of ice cream? And vanilla ice cream. Mm. Yeah. And cooking cream too, whatever it was. Licked it, licked it, licked it. I was like, holy it's shit. Addictive. <laughs> yeah, it's sugar. Yeah. Biggest drug in the world. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, biggest drug in the world. I think the biggest narcotic in the world is just cameras. I think that beats sugar. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you know, it, it, yes. I think that it, it has been a downfall. <laughs> yes, people. I think it's been the down. <laughs> Great, smart people. You just couldn't stop loving themselves too much. Mm, I see what you're saying. Because there's something not natural about it. It's not. It's not. I'm so happy you said Like that, what? Bro. Well, we're supposed to have this conversation. Yeah. But it's just supposed to be the three of us hanging yeah. out. We're not supposed to document it and put it all over the world. Exactly. And then someone's saying, oh, man, Caesar, I've Somebody said, that was cool. And somebody said, that look, he said, I look good today. So I'm going to do this and I maybe look better. It's this is a drug, man. I got so caught up with this stuff, I almost killed myself. Can you imagine? Thinking Tell I was, me about that. 
just thinking I was somebody really special. Oh. You know, really, really thinking really special. And I had to have, um, what's that shit called? Preferential. How do they say that again? Preferential treatment. That's, That's the right, right word. Right. Yeah, that yeah. word. I was thinking I had to do that stuff, man. You, oh, man. You know I had to be beaten in submission. Mm. You know, when you use that word submission, I had to be beaten in submission. I didn't give up that either. Oh, I'm hard to give up. I'm not a quitter. That's right. I'm not a quitter. And, man, I had to tap out. If I wanted to live in that world, stay in that world. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, tap out. That's big right there. You you learned some great lessons, but they were hard lessons. Yeah, but I'd rather learn them than never learn them at all. Yeah. Oh, man. Shit, life is beautiful. I never thought of it that way as as a drug. Oh, absolutely. The biggest. You have a chance to see yourself the way you want to see yourself. Can you imagine that power? To actually see yourself the way your ego wants you to be seen. Can you imagine that power? You can, some people can't even think of it. You may start thinking about it now. Can you imagine to look like you want to look in your mind and your heart and your whole soul to think that the whole world might love you even? Yes, you can it, never, you can pro- never be too light. You can never be too brown. You can never be too short. You can never nothing. They just love you. <laughs> and it's... That's crazy. Spanish can never be nothing. Everything you have, all your flaws is just everything that makes you exalt. Imagine that all your flaws are just everybody else's best day. (laughs) Can you imagine that? And it it it, it, it gives the promise of immortality. Your flaws is everybody else's best day. Exactly. Oh, wow. Imagine thinking like that. I never thought of it that way. That's my biggest lesson right now. That's amazing. (laughs) Imagine. But you've you've navigated this, and you've stayed true to yourself. You know, it's not like you're a different guy than you were. You know, before you had the show and after, it's not you're the same guy. No, I just speak better in English, and I just I <laughs> explain things clear. Okay. But uh, the the Mexican guy, the hardworking guy, the spiritual guy, the guy who loves his mom and his family, uh, his country, and yeah. and the opportunities and the world and and just changing the world, that's still the same way. So that's why I never saw it that way. I saw it as, as this is one way to help the world. You know what I mean? Because to me, I just want to make sure the animals have a safe, peace, and love environment. They accomplish exactly what they could accomplish without us, trust, respect, love, and for people to really imitate honesty, integrity, loyalty. You know, this is the pack code. This is the pursuit of happiness. This is living in the moment. This is unconditional love. You know, they don't have a problem using their body to, to do it, you know? They, they live or die, baby, live or die. It's all about the pack. I used to think um, the animals are born such to take care of them. I used to, that's what I believe. Because if they weren't, we'd be just hunting them, hunting them down. That's what, what I... Well, they still do. Yeah, no, but that's what... I think that would be just the thing, It's hunt these things, and they're meant to be hunted. Yeah. And um, we all have... And maybe some point we thought about that because we were in that... You know, that we were just in that field in order to think that way around those kind of people. And as you learn compassion and you learn um, sympathy. Empathy, compassion. And all that. Once you learn that, I don't care who, you can still be a scumbag, but once you learn that, things change. Yes, sir. You just, it just change. But that's my mission in the world, to, cre- to trigger that empathy and compassion. You know what I mean? To trigger that. Even for the people who love dogs. Like I said, there's three kinds of people in the world. So, you, you will experience. You will experience people that love you, people who are afraid of you, people who don't like you. So you're going to experience those three energies. You see what I'm saying? So for me, the goal is how do I take away your fear from dogs and your dislike from dogs? Because it's best for, that, for you not to live with it. 
I'm not telling you to adopt a dog, to get a dog. I'm, not tell, I'm just telling you to get rid of fear, to get rid of hate. It's not healthy for your family. There's just going to always be people you know? that not like dogs. It's just going to always be like that. And that's what we have to do as people, to learn to live in that sphere. Yeah. Uh, we have to learn that, thank God, everybody in this world don't think the same way I think. Thank God they don't think the way I think. And that's why we have to, we have to, um, we have to work with the, um, with the objective that we, everybody don't think like we do. And we have to live with the fact that things that we don't necessarily understand, we have to live with. Well, that's what we have to start with next generation, which is the children, because they don't know uh, 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 anything else except whatever they, they learn, whatever energy they feel, you know, whatever they get influenced. So if we teach them at an early age to hear trust, respect, love, honesty, integrity, loyalty, exercise, discipline, affection, rules, bounds, limitation, front of the pack, middle of the pack, back of the pack, whatever you fit in the pack, you were born for it, and you're going to be the best out of it, because we need you in the pack. Mm. You know what I mean? Nobody has is special. It's just you were born for that position. But we just have to make sure we nurture your strength, your skills, right? So you exactly. feel special. Exactly. Like when you were 13, you went to your mom and you said, this is my plan. She could have said, you're crazy. But when it's I was never- 10, when I was 10, I live in you know, Culiacán, Sinaloa, Mexico. So when I was 10, I went to I've my mom and say, I went and say, I'm going to be a drug dealer. <laughs> you know, and my mom... Slappy, okay. if, if you want to kill me, that's what you do. And I didn't know that, you know, it's just everybody around me. Mm. All the carteles are there, you know, so we don't have only one Pablo Escobar. We have 10. Okay, wow. so our, our movie stars are carteles. Yeah. Okay, so, so, uh, so that's what you look into. And so when I was 10, I said that, and my mom said no. And then when I was 13, after watching Last in Rain Tintin, I say, Mom, you think I'd be the best doctor in the world? Nobody ever wanted to be the best doctor in the world, you know? But when, when I said with such a conviction, and it was nothing to do with drug dealers, I said, you can be whatever you want. That was it. And that was powerful. Bam, baby, that was it. That was my mom believing in me, I believe it, and of course God already believed it. So we were the triangle. You know? And I learned this from my dad. But if I would have told my dad, Dad, you think I could be the best doctor in the world? He said, get a better job. I learned this from my dad and my grandfather. Yeah, how not to work against Mother Nature. That was my grandfather and my dad, because I grew up in a farm. And my grandfather, you know, uh, he died 105. He never went to school. So it was instinctual, instinctual, instinctual. Mm. But look what I learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I learned respect, honor, you know, love to the family, hard work, integrity, loyalty. All of that comes from those two guys. But the belief comes from my mom. You know, so the hard work and the whole pack code, that's my, that's my grandpa and my dad. The whole instinctual thing. Live or die, protection direction, that's <coughs> them. Mm. But the belief and the, and the passion and conditional love, that's my mom. So I got that. But thanks God I told my mom that because she, she, she didn't hesitate to say, you can be whatever you want. Right. That's what I wanted to be, a, a, the best doctor in the world. Over there, you couldn't dream to be a, a, an astronaut or, or a fireman <laughs> like kids do here. Or a police officer. Like, you don't want to do that over there. You know, astronauts, nowhere in the world. It's my experience. I believe in the power of belief. I've been always a student to the, in the power of belief. And I've always been successful in believing. Yep. Even in the, whatever it was, whether good or whether bad, <laughs> I believed it. That's right. That's right. That's, 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 exact, that's exactly right. You can be a bad person. And... And good at it. 
you know, but that has to do a lot with who's, who's guiding you, yeah. you know, who's, who's your parents, you know, who's, who's your role model, because you don't know right from wrong, you just want to be the best. Look at this. Hey! Whoa! What is that? Who's that? That's Diana. And Diana. Oh, Diana's <laughs> my pirate parent. That's oh, there you go. She What's loves happening to cuddle. over there, Rocco? Who's that on your shoulder? Diana. Diana? Yeah. That's She's cute. beautiful, isn't she? Yeah. Oh! Ooh. I think she likes you. Don't you gotta loosen up. You're oh my goodness. Tense. Don't be tense, Rocco. Oh my goodness. Relax. She wants you to relax. She's telling you tense up, dude. <laughs> turn around, let me look at you, Rocco. You turn around, let me look at you, dude. There's my handsome boy right there, my Rocco <laughs> Tyson. She's a sweetheart. She's very gentle, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. She's very... That's right. Yeah. Yeah, she likes that. That was amazing. That was an incredible hot boxing session with Cesar Milan and uh, and my guy Mike Tyson. I'm um, here. Uh, I mean, my God, it's it's just the beginning, but we're honored to have you, man. Thank, Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Glad to talk. We talk about animals. We talk about the motor code, what what empathy, compassion, what animals can do for for our world, better humans, better planet. Yeah. So happy to share it with you guys. Yeah. Welcome to the ranch. You guys Thank are more than much. welcome to come back. Yes. You just do it with that cameras? Yes, yes. We so ourselves. Yes, this is just the beginning. Yeah. Thank you guys for joining us. Yep. Thank you. Hi, this is Daniel Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Ayton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Ayton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers there too so it is a huge performance for him averaging 20 points 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series and it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career hi this is daniel rue from the real gm radio podcast it's that time of year again and all eyes are now on the pro basketball hockey playoffs and major league baseball season betonline.net has all the action basketball the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship america's pastime is in full swing and let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup betonline has you covered if you love golf mma championship boxing we have that too bet online is the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite sports the news scores and odds so head to the website use your mobile device and bring home the game with betonline.net